You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Recorded live. Good morning, good morning. Uh, praise the Lord to each and every one of you on this wonderful Friday morning, last Friday of the year. My goodness gracious. I am Apostle Rose White, pastor of, of the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, and we here at on our morning Manna to Live by broadcast want to welcome each and every one of you on today. We are excited to be here on this morning. It's a great day. It's a wonderful day and a day full of brand new mercies. And so we pray that you have come uh, with expectation, anticipation, and with great excitement on the inside. For all of our first-time callers, new callers, we do want to say welcome. Thank you for being with us on today. And we pray that, you know, as we close out, this day and this year, that you will be excited, motivated, and will join uh, with us even as we begin a new year starting on next week. Uh, on behalf of all of those that have been with us all throughout this year, we are excited that you're a bit back with us on today and that you have come, you've got your Bible, your pad and pen ready, as always, ready to hear what the Spirit of the Lord has to say to us through the Word and in the power of prayer. Amen. For any and all that are new, we do ask that you go ahead and mute your phone lines. You can do that by pressing star six or the mute key on your phone's keypad. And the reason why we do that is because we want to try to keep the line clear as, as much as possible. We know that there are various things that goes on uh, within our homes or our businesses or wherever that you may be. And so this allows you to hear everything that's going on, but it prevents us from hearing what may be going on in your uh, home or in your business. Um, also, we do ask that if you're using a wireless device, if you're using a Bluetooth, if you are using even um, uh, one of the little uh, earpieces, please turn down the volume. This will prevent any type of static feedback. We've been blessed this year when we haven't really had any uh, static feedback, but we want to just make sure that we keep that, uh, clear, that clearness of line, amen, so that we can respect each person that is speaking and be able to hear clearly. So with that said, we're going to start off this morning uh, with our word for today, uh, and then we're going to be reading our final chapter of Solomon. Oh, my goodness. We're closing out Solomon on today with Chapter 8, um, and we are going to be having a time of prayer. Um, hopefully, our intercessor will be on the line with us on this morning. Um, if not, I'm going to ask. Uh, we know that Pastor Baker is here on the line with us this morning. We're so glad that she and her family have gotten back safely. And so if she don't mind, we pray that um, you, uh, Pastor Baker, if you don't mind, if Minister Carly is not present with us today, I may be calling on you to pray. Amen. Amen. So with that said, our word for today 
is forever grateful as we are about to move out of the year of 2016. We will forever be grateful for all the things that the Lord has done for us on this forever grateful Friday. Amen, amen, and amen. We thank the Lord for that. Um, Again, we are reading this morning um, from the book of Song of Songs, and I'm reading the eighth chapter of Solomon coming from the King James Version. Amen. If you'll bear with me, um, we have someone that's sending in a prayer request. Um, and so we thank God for those that are constantly knowing that we are on prayer, in prayer or getting ready to have prayer, and they constantly send in their prayer requests. What a blessing it is. Amen. And so Solomon chapter 8, It says, oh, that thou wert as my brother, that sucked the breast of my mother. When I should find thee without, I would kiss thee. Yea, I should not be despised. I should lead, oh, my goodness, hold on. I should lead, I would lead thee and bring thee into my mother's house who would instruct me. I would cause thee to drink of spiced wine of the juice of my pomegranate. His left hand should be under my head, and his right hand should embrace me. I charge you, O daughters of Jerusalem, that ye stir not up, nor awake my love until he pleads. Who is this that cometh up from the wilderness, leaning upon her beloved? I raised thee up under the apple tree. There thy mother brought thee forth. There she brought thee forth that bear thee. Set me as a seal upon thine heart, as a seal upon thine arm. For love is strong as death. Jealousy is cruel as the grave. The coals thereof are coals of fire which have a most vehement flame. Many waters cannot quench love, neither can the floods drown it. If a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would utterly be contemned. We have a little sister, and she have no breath. What shall we do for our sister in the day when she shall be spoken for? If she be a wall, we will build upon her a palace of silver. And if she be a door, we will enclose her with boards of cedar. I am a wall, and my breast like towers. Then was I in his eyes as one that found favor. Solomon had a vineyard at Baal Haman. He let out the vineyard unto keepers. Every one for the fruit thereof was to bring a thousand pieces of silver. My vineyard, which is mine, is before me. Thou, O Solomon, must have a thousand, and those that keep the fruit thereof, two hundred. Thou that dwellest in the gardens, the companions hearken to thy voice. 
calls me to hear it. Make haste, my beloved, and be thou like a roll or to a young heart upon the mountains of spices. We thank and praise the Lord for the reading of God's word. Hallelujah. May the Lord add a blessing upon it. Amen. You know, it has been uh, a joy as we've been looking at all of Solomon. And again, as we had started out and sharing, uh, the book of Solomon, the Song of Songs, has so much uh, um, to it. And there's a lot of reflections that are here, much of many intimate settings. We see much in many eyes a lot of eroticism that is there. Uh, We see body parts that are being reflected. And for some, especially that carry the religious caps, it gets a little heavy. So we always say, you know what, if you got the religious cap, you need to take it off. Because here, even though we see the components of a man and a woman and the relationships that is very graphic, you know, we have to go beyond just what we see and hear in the natural and begin to see what God is saying in the spirit realm. And because of time, we can't always go through it detail by detail, Um, but there's going to come that time when we'll be able to even get into these as 2017, we're going to fully be looking at the scriptures in a deep, deep manner. But when we look at this, uh, this particular chapter being the last chapter of the Song of Songs, here is a woman in verse 1 that is continuing to express her, her song. There's a yearning that she has for this man. This is a young man that she's just desiring. And she longs to literally display her affection to him who is her lover publicly, you know. But she also sees him as he is her brother, you know, uh, uh, in here in verse 1. This is the first reference, um, as a matter of fact, to, uh, you know, referring to him, her lover, as a brother. If you remember earlier, when we read over in chapters 4 and 5, the man was speaking and he referred to her as a sister. And so the word is not talking about, it's not conveying blood relations like a regular, you know, blood brother and sister. But here the relation is an expression of a romantic type of affection. It's a deep love that they have one for another. And so, you know, for whatever reason, the lovers are not able to express themselves publicly. They can't really show their love and affection for one another out among the eyes of of man. And so right now, you know, we see that, you know, if they were to do so, you know, they would be despised. And so it may be because of censor, you know, in some places, some cultures, uh, some communities, there can't be any public display of affection because it's a part of their culture, even for married couples, you see. But it may have been also because they weren't married. See, they talked about the lover. They also talked about spouse. But could it be that it could be that perhaps they weren't married? And so the problem is that there's a public display of affection, you know, that still among wedded couples is acceptable, and we see that even back over in Genesis, see. And and then we think about the fact is that if she had have kissed him out in public, she may have been mistaken as a prostitute if they weren't married, 
you see. And so it appears very much that this is a couple that may not be married. Their relationship has remained as a a secret love. So in verse 2, we see a reference to the mother's house. Remember, we talked about that even back over in the third chapter about the home of the mother. And when you go back and do some Old Testament history and study, you see always a reference to the father's house. You see, the Israelite society was always patriarchal. So the custom was for the woman to leave her father's house and to go and live in the house of her husband's father. But here in the Song of Songs, the mother's house is what has now become central. You know, it may be central because, you know, it's a place that is a symbol that represents the secret desires of the woman. And then in verse 3, when we look at this, this is describing one of the few times um, in the song where there is a physical contact that's made between the two. You know, there are, there are several implications, you know, to contact or expressions uh, having a desire for that physical union, but only a very few times that it actually occurs. And so now in verse 4, you know, the poem is ending with a repetition of the statement where here there is a, a warning to the daughters of Jerusalem. It says, don't arouse, don't await love until it's so desired. Do y'all remember that back over in chapter 2 and verse 3? You know, this is that same, uh, uh, um, you know, admonishment. And so the woman is warning the daughters not to rush into love. Don't open up your vineyard, you know, to to anyone else without making a mutual exclusive commitment. And so see, casual love where you're just out there with everybody, here it's showing. That's perverse. It's destructive. This is the reason why even today we have so many diseases and so many, a lot of times, children out of wedlock. We have much that is going on because of all of the casual stuff that is going on. There's no commitment involved. You see, and so here it's talking about the dangers of that and giving warnings against that. Don't get stuff started when you know you ain't ready for that yet. It ain't time for that yet. There's a time and there's a season for all things. There has to be a covenant promise, see, in order to express oneself in this manner that should be the most fulfilling way. And so when we look at even verse 5, it seems most likely that the daughters of Jerusalem here are asking a question. You know, who this coming up from the desert? <laughs> you know, you know who this? Who, that's what they say with the Louisiana again. Who that? And so this is a reference that, you know, we remember over in chapter 3, they asked the same question, and this was to Solomon's litter that was coming up from the desert. You know, that reference that they were talking to at that time was Solomon. Well, here in this verse, over here in this chapter, it is the young woman, you know, that they are referring to because she's leaning on her lover. And so the woman is shown as being content. She is secure in the arms of her lover. There's the, the times of danger. She doesn't have any anxiety. You know, no fear is there because she knows that she's safe in his arms. You know, and so she speaks of rousing her lover. And that word rouse, you know, could, could speak of two things, either rousing one from sleep or it could either be 
exciting love, you know, getting something started. You know, what what the old saying say, don't start nothing, won't be nothing. You see, so don't start anything. And so it's from that same word that she's talking about from chapter 2, chapter 3, and now here in chapter 8, don't arouse awaken love until it's so desired. But here we see that there has been an arousal. You know, she arouses her lover. It talks about under the tree, the apple tree. And, you know, she had compared her lover uh, over in Chapter 2 to an apple tree. She said he stood out from among all the other trees of the forest. And so it's from the apples that she is seeking for refreshment. And later, even over in Chapter 7, you remember how he compared her breath to that of the fragrance of apples? My goodness gracious. You know, it's under the apple tree that she she talks about the woman claims uh, where your mother conceived you. It's a place where the lovers can fulfill their desires that they have for one another. And so the woman and, and, and her lover are now engaging in an act that literally brought him into the world. I'm telling you, this stuff is heavy. It's, it's deep. And it gets very graphical. It gets very graphic, if that's such a word, graphical, by goodness. You know, but here when we look at verses 6 and 7, it serves as a climatic verse uh, of all of this particular songs that we've been listening and reading to. You know, the verses here, they contain wisdom. It shows reflections that is more expressive than just erotic tones, see, The words are spoken here by the woman, and she is expressing a mutual commitment. She even said in chapter 2, chapter 6, chapter 7, my lover is mine, and I'm his. See, the other statements that she gave were warnings not to share love until it's time. And so here in verses 6 and 7, there's a, a coming of a full expression in her affirmation. And then we see four images. Those images are describing to us the nature of love. It's powerful. It's powerful. That's the reason why, you know, the Lord literally had began to deal with me. What the Song of Solomon really should be talked about very strongly with relationship with marriages. A, a powerful, powerful time talking about a marriage retreat. This is where we need to talk about this on the natural side as we look at this as well on the spiritual side, talk about a love relationship between uh, us as the body of Christ, as his bride, for our love for him. I mean, there would be people totally in love with Jesus today. But when we look at the images that's describing the nature of love, we see, number one, a seal. We see, number two, that love is strong as death. We see, number three, that love that burns like a blazing fire. And we see number four, love is like many waters. See, here it is, a woman that requests a man. She says, place me like a seal over your heart in verse 6. See, seals were often placed on letters. My mother, who used to can, you know, would always talk about seal in the top. You know, seal that job preserves. There's a seal here. That's indicating possession. There are letters sometimes that I have that I put little seals on the back when I seal up the letter, you know, I place another little seal on top of it. But here when we look at seal, it, you know, it was impressed on a person, you know, that, that stamping that is there. It identified here in this passage her as belonging to him. 
you know, and she's requesting that she be allowed, what, to own him. The seal is placed on, if you look at this, it's placed on him, not on the woman. Even in verse 6, it says, for love is as strong as death. That's a powerful love, isn't it? See, death is the most powerful adversary that we can see throughout the entire word of God. And only God is stronger than death. And so death in the grave, we know from the word of God, it ain't never satisfied. It just don't get enough. It is an unquenchable thirst. It wants more and more and more, you know. And so it is a death where even uh, the writer of Ecclesiastes talked about, if you remember when we were studying that, that the biggest enemy that was in battle was, you know, understanding the meaning of life. And so in this passage, love is not doing battle with death. But what love is being compared to is the strength, you know, the powerfulness that death possesses. Death here is is actually personified as an active power. It pursues after a human being. So death is relentless. And it's not going to release anyone from its clinches. Well, that's the same way that love is. It will not let another one loose once it's got your grip. It's persistent. Love is persistent. Even Paul talked about in 1 Corinthians in, in the 13th chapter, I always call that, that's the love chapter. You know, it never fails. See, love is, is deadly serious. But then she talked about here, you know, uh, that love, jealous, talked about the jealousy. This is jealousy, it says, is unyielding as the grave. Now, when we see jealousy in this context, it's not something to be taken as a negative term like we normally understand it. But in this case, it's conveying uh, an intense, single-minded devotion. It is a zeal. It is a fervent kind of love. You know, it talked about, you know how it talks about the effectual, fervent prayer of the righteous avail as much? Well, here it is, is that zeal, that fervent love that one has. And then we also see love and fire. There's an intensity here. You know, it burns like a blazing fire. It's a mighty flame. And then the final image is mighty waters. You know, this is, this is a total contrast um, to, to the fire that is talked about. You know, here when you think about many waters, this is uh, like a raging power. You know, you know it's, it's like, almost like chaos when you think about many waters, the floods, the tsunami. And so the love between these two lovers is like a, a raging power of, of a tsunami. My goodness gracious. Rivers can't wash it away. It's a parallel emphasizing how love has an awesome force, you know, on a, on a person. It really can. It can consume you. And then the second part of verse 7, it says, if a man would give all the substance of his house for love, it would utterly be contemned. In other words, if, if one was to give all of, of his wealth, you know, everything that he has for love, do you know people would, would, would talk him down? He would be scorned. He'd be like, man, you didn't lost your mind. You didn't fail and bumped your head. What? Give all of your money, all of your wealth, everything that you own for love? Oh, no. There's something wrong with you. And so here we see a final uh, observation that is made here. While in verse 1, the woman is scorned by the society that's around her, and now she scorns those who buy love. And there are people today, that's what they do. They go and they buy love, you know. 
They they do they get all get rid of all their wealth just to buy love. And so all the wealth of his house is identical that 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 is used, you know, uh, for a man who pays even for an adulterous affair. We know many people that go out and they they buy these people out here, you know, people that take on prostitutes. They they gotta pay. And so when you take on uh, that type of relationship, you're going to give up your money. The money's from your home. And all the wealth of his house, I, I thought about it, reminded me of a custom. Even over in South Africa when I was there, um, I learned that in order when you go to take on a bride, before that woman uh, uh, or young, young female can become the bride, the, the groom had to pay a dowry, a bride price. In South Africa, it's called labola, and that labola is paid for that young girl with cattle. And so I used to jokingly say, "Who gonna pay? Who gonna pay for me? Y'all ain't got enough cows out here to pay for me." <laughs> you know. And so here it is. It is showing part of a negotiation that is done when a daughter is given away in marriage to that groom's family. And this literally might even be the background of what happened uh, even in verses 8 to 10, dealing with the brothers. You know, it's things that, that was happening in these last few verses. Even Solomon, it talks about him engaging in financial transactions regarding his vineyards in verses 11 and 12. And on this occasion here, the woman is declaring that love is not a commodity. We, you can't buy love, and it shouldn't be sold. See, people should be able to give of themselves freely, basically is what she's saying here. And so in verses 8 and 9, the woman's brothers now are speaking, you know, or either she's quoting what they said. And they allege that their sister, she ain't ready for marriage. They said her breath ain't even yet grown <laughs> in verse 8, you know. And so they ask the question, what shall we do for our sister in the day when she shall be spoken of? You know, meaning on the day when she, you know, someone comes and proposes to her. So when it came to courtship and marriage of a sister, brothers, you know, they seem to have played a very important role in that process. You all remember Laban, you know? Uh, he negotiated with Abraham regarding the marriage of his sister Rebecca to Isaac. You know, even something similar appears to be happening here. These are brothers that are refusing to see their little sister, you know, that she's grown up. And so they want to give her away in marriage for the sake of a dowry. And for the time being, you know, they conclude that she ain't ready to take that step. And so they're willing to do whatever is necessary to protect her virginity. And then in verse 9, uh, I thought it was very interesting when I was looking at this, and I had to stop and scratch my head a couple of times, because the brothers was comparing their sister to a wall and to a door. You know, what in the world? <laughs> you know, but when you think about it, a wall is designed to protect. A wall, when it's put up, is warding off everything that don't need to be inside. And so here it is, a sister, she's like a wall. You know, that wall, it has to be resistant. It's inaccessible. And a door can serve as, as a, a two-way process or a dual purpose. It can either open up the wall or it can keep it closed. And so, you know, it's saying that you can come in or you can stay out. So here is where the brothers and the family's primary obligation is to do what? Protect the virginity of the women that are behind the wall. 
Remember that story about Shechem? All this came to me this morning, you know, just thinking about many different things that have happened throughout the Bible. You know, I thought about Absalom, you know, his response to the rape of his sister, you know, Tamar. And then when it came to Dinah, the daughter of Jacob, I mean, them brothers went postal. I mean, they they were them was they were hotter than hotter than fish creeks. <laughs> you see, and so they took vengeance out on uh, Shechem and his family, not just him, but the family too. Why? Because to them, women need to be protected from predatory men, and that's what's appearing here. You know, remember we talked about even over in chapter two that it is the little foxes. You know. That they are the ones that are ruined the vineyard of a woman that was in bloom. And so until the day that she's married, the brothers were seeking to make her a wall, a closed door. These are images of defense. They wanted to defend and to protect her and the women. And then when you think about the towers of silver and the panels of cedar, you know, this is like almost like what you would consider a chastity belt. Uh, many people don't think about that today because, you know, nobody thinks about keeping pure and, and, and you know, until uh, uh, that wedding day or until that one that you're totally committed to. But back in the day, that was very big time, that chastity belt. And so here in verse 10, the woman or the sister, she's now replying, and then she, you know, she's a little bit arrogant here when we look at verse 10 because she is affirming, you know, her chastity by claiming that she's a wall. And contrary to what her brothers think, she's arguing that she is ready for marriage. She said, my breath like towers. Y'all, please sit down somewhere. <laughs> and so like over in chapter 7, the lover, he described the woman's breast as clusters of the vine. But now she's standing up to her medicine brothers because they, they meddling up in her business. And she's showing that she ain't only physically mature, but she's mentally, she is emotionally mature. She's ready. She's no longer just the property of her family. And so she ends by declaring that she's content. You know, she's content in her lover's arms. There is a feeling here of contentment. It's mutual. And then as we look at verse 11, here the speaker, which sounds to be the woman, she's speaking, you know, in in light of the declaration saying, my own vineyard is mine to give. Remember, we talk about as a vineyard, we're looking at an image that describes the woman. And even there is a talking about Solomon's vineyard. You know, he had a vineyard there in Baal, Haman, uh, and this is an actual vineyard. But usually when we are looking at the word of vineyard, especially in these verses, we're talking about a woman or women. And in this case, you know, it refers to the harem. Solomon had a harem, you know. I mean, there was many, many women in his life. But Baal Harmon, Haman was a luxurious, it was a, a private vineyard that he owned. And what it stood for was possessor of abundance. That's what it says that it means. It was speaking about his wealth. It was sort of boasting a little bit that this was a wealthy man, you know. And, and what happens is in that vineyard, that particular vineyard, it was his source of revenue. And it was the tenants that took care of those vineyards. And what did he do? Solomon was distant from that. And so those thousand shekels, you know, that Solomon received from his vineyards, uh, which we believe is uh, referring to uh, perhaps his harem. And his harem, can you believe it? It was 700 wives and 300 concubines. That's a whole lot of women. My goodness gracious. But regardless of all of this, here is one woman 
that is willing to give herself to one man. It didn't even matter to her about all those other women. And then in verse 12, it says, my vineyard, which is mine, is before me. In other words, she's saying, I can give my own self, which is a vineyard, to whom I choose. My goodness. Nobody can own her. She recognized she belongs to herself. She can give herself freely to the one in whom she loves, you know, the lover of her soul. My goodness. And then there was monies that was paid, 200 shekels. You know, it was paid to those who would tend the fruit of Solomon's vineyard. So this is a, a little bit here where we can see, you know, there's like a detachment, a detached type of love of Solomon and, and the mature, that intimate love of the woman for the man. The desire for love actually imitates the spiritual quest that we have for God. And so this song ends, as we look at verses 13 to 14, that characterizes this entire book, which is a conversation between two lovers. The man is speaking in verse 13, expressing his desire just to hear her voice, you see. And then the woman, she replies that she wanted to hear him. And she had spoken. And there is that invitation for him to come to the Spike Lake Mountains. My goodness. You know, there's that invitation where she lets her lover hear his voice. The love that they offer one another, it, this thing ain't static. It's real. It's always moving forward. Love is a journey. You know, even in natural, love really is a journey. Every day you grow. You know, husband and wives grow each and every day. They're on a journey together. Even in business, in relationships as a whole, you know, it's a journey. Two people are willing to risk sharing their lives unconditionally with one another. And that's what love is supposed to be. And so when we see the the picture of the natural setting here of two people, we see in spirit just totally in quick summary. This is the affections between Christ and his spouse. It's strong. It's strong, very strong here. And so the spouse, we that are the bride of Christ, we've got to be persistent constantly for that intimate communion and fellowship with our Lord and with our Savior, Jesus Christ. You know, the bride, we have to charge the daughters of Jerusalem, those that are out, don't interrupt that communion with your beloved, admire, be dependent upon him. That's something that we should be sharing with each and every person, each and every day. You see, you know, don't allow any distractions to come in when you are with your lover. When you are with Jesus, don't allow outside voices to distract you and break that communion. Love having that that dependence upon him. And then constantly, as the bride, we are to be begging for our beloved, you know. Uh, here it is, through our power of prayer. This is our time when we go even here on the morning manor, you know, broadcast, where we have a time of sitting and supping and enjoying the communion, that sweet communion, reading the word and then spending time with him in prayer. That's something that we need to be committing to as we see even in verse 5, as we see in verse 6 and verse 7, that blessed union, you know, that we admit to. And then as we continue, we need to be making intercession for others. That's really what verse 8 and 9 is talking about. 
We need to be making intercession. We need to be praying for intercessors all across the globe to arise from their place of slumber, their place of sleep that we need to take care and be mindful of all things and make sure that we are pleasing to, to the Lord, that our thoughts are always about him, our interests that are, in the, are pertaining to the things of Christ, and that our affection is for him as his affection is for us, his bride. And then we need to recognize that as the church, as the bride, you see, we are to recognize that, that we are a tenant for that vineyard. My, my, my. We are that tenant. We are that vineyard. We are that vine. We are to take care of everything that, that the Lord has given unto us, all that he has placed within us. We need to give it great care. My, 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 my. We are a beautiful garden, a beautiful vineyard, beautiful in his eyes. And then as we look and as we close out, here is a song that ends with an interchanging of some requests. Christ is charging us, the church, that, you know, we should often let him hear from us. We should not be silent. We should be constantly in a time of devotion, totally in a time of prayer, totally constantly there sitting to hear his voice. And that as the bride, we should be asking for him that he would quickly return to us. And that's what it closes out with, even in verse 14. Come, Lord Jesus. Come quickly. Don't be slow. Don't tarry. Hallelujah. And so in closing this morning, it is good that we end this week, even as we end this year, this being the last day of our morning matter broadcast for this year, the devotions that we have been going through all year long, that we can go forth with a joyful expectation of the glory that's about to be revealed. My, my, my. What a time it is when we can sit every single weekday morning and bask in his presence, sup at his table, receive that fresh manna from heaven. God is breathing upon us new life. He is breathing upon us a fresh breath of life. And so I pray that we can move forward from this day on, knowing that our lover, the lover of our soul, that he's going to one day come for us. And even as we're about to prepare for Sabbath, as we're about to prepare, you know, even for the new year, that we will constantly have wonderful thoughts about him because one day, there is going to be where we're going to be with him every single day. There is not going to be a night. There's not going to be an end to anything. There's not going to be a weekday that's going to come after. But every day is going to be with the Lord. We're going to have an everlasting feast. We're going to be able to sit down with Christ at his table in his kingdom. We ain't got to rise no more. We're going to drink of that new wine there. Glory to God. Time and days ain't going to be no more. And we're going to be content forever in his presence, just as here this woman was content leaning on his arms, leaning on his shoulder. We can lean on the everlasting arms of Jesus on today and find great contentment. Hallelujah. And so I pray that you have been blessed by these verses, by this entire book, by the Song of Songs. 
powerful, powerful messages that we have heard. Amen. Hallelujah. And so at this time, um, I think that Melissa Carla, she is here uh, with us, and I'm going to ask for her if she would come forth and that she would take our prayer requests and close us out in a time of prayer for this morning, for our last time of intercession this morning. Amen. Good morning. I am Minister Carla. I'll be taking your prayer request on this morning. So if you have any prayer requests, I'll be taking those now. Amen. Good morning, Minister Carla. I'm sorry. Go ahead, Mother. <laughs> no, that's okay. Go ahead. Uh, good morning, Minister Carla. Uh, would you, uh, Daryl Gibbons and family? He's in the hospital. They medevaced him to Winston Salem. That's my sister-in-law, husband. Uh, pray for him and that the Lord, most of all, will save him and then heal him. And uh, the Lord will give the family strength through this time. Um, let us continue to pray for marriages and singles. Pray for the homeless, the widows. You know, amen. Let us continue to pray, amen, for those that are still going through, you know, trying to put their lives back together after the devastations. And let's pray for the upcoming inauguration. Amen. There is so much going on in our, in our nation today. So let us pray for the United States and pray for this incoming president. Amen. 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 Minister Carla, if you would also pray for this entire weekend, um, many that are traveling, for those that are celebrating, um, because lots of times people um, celebrate through alcohol, so we're praying that um, there will be safety, there will be protection. Um, Also pray for those for the family harmony and unity. Pray for church oneness. Pray for us that, that there's a love and a passion for the lost. And I ask that you would pray for the fivefold ministry in a major, major way. There are many that are sending in constant requests um, for their churches, for their ministries. Many are in places of decision-making on which way to go next, um, deciding on what to do. So I want you just to pray for the fivefold ministry and for pastors and leaders um, all over. Continue to pray for all of the ministries. as well as those that are looking at going into ministry during this time and season, that our focus will be about soul saving for the year of 2017. Thank you so much. God bless you. Amen. Amen. Are there any more on this morning? Amen. It's all hearts. And minds are clear on this morning. We will begin to pray. Amen. <clears throat> Heavenly Father, we come before you this morning. We come before you, enter into your presence with thanksgiving in our hearts. We enter into your presence this morning with a mouthful of praise, Father. We just glorify you. We magnify you. We lift you up on this morning. We reverence you, Father God, for you are worthy to be praised. You're worthy to be praised this morning because you are King of kings and Lord of lords on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, you are the author and the finisher of our lives, Father God, for you are Jehovah Jireh. On this morning, you are Jehovah Rophi this morning. You are the healer 
on this morning, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, for you are the Alpha and the Omega. You are the I am that I am of our lives on this morning, Father. Father, we just glorify you this morning. We just lift you up this morning, for you are ready to be praised. Father, we just love you this morning. We love you this morning, Father. We love you this morning, Father. We humble ourselves before you, Father. We just humble ourselves before you. We come before you asking you to forgive us of our sins, our sins of omission, our sins of commission. Forgive us of our transgressions. Forgive us of our iniquities, Father God, oh, this morning. Hallelujah, Father. We just thank you for waking us up, clothing our right mind. We thank you for starting us on our way, Father. We thank you for the movement of our limbs. We thank you for being able to lift our hands to the heavens and to praise you this morning and to magnify you, Father God, for all that you have done for us, Father God, in 2016, Father, and we praise you and thank you, Father God, for what you're about to do for us in 2017, Father God. Father, if we had 10,000 tongues, it would be enough to thank you and praise you all this morning, praise you for your grace, praise you for your mercy, praise you for your love and kindness all this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you this morning. We just glorify you, Father, for it's about you, Father God, and not about us, Father God. Help us to become a selfless people, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to become an obedient people, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, I just lift up the hearts of your children on today, Father. We ask that you just go into those secret chambers on this morning and remove everything that is not of you, Father God. Every seed of discord that's been planted, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that to remove every hindrance, every stumbling block on this morning that's hidden in those secret chambers on this morning. Father, we come against that spirit of unforgiveness on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, we bind it up and command it to go. We come against that spirit of malice, the spirit of discord on this morning, that spirit of jealousy on this morning. Father God, we come against them this morning, and we bind them up and command them to go to dry places on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we release charity we release love, we release peace, we release forgiveness over your children on this morning, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you apply your healing balm to your children's hearts on today, Father God. Every wound of loneliness, every wound of letdown, every wound of this disappointment, every wound of rejection, every wound of abandonment, every wound of hurt, Father God, on this morning. We ask that you apply the healing mom of Gilead on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, right now, we just ask that you just continue to pierce the hearts of your children, oh, Father, on this morning. Continue to show us how to walk in love, Father God, and continue to show us, Lord God, that the word love is an action word, Father, and not just a word, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, help us to walk the word out, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Help us to show love for one another, Father God. And most of all, Father God, help us to love you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. 
Father, we just thank you this morning. We just thank you this morning for loving us. We just thank you for this morning for first loving us, for redeeming us, for deeming us worthy on this morning. Father, this morning we lift up Darrell Gibbons and family, Father God. Father, we ask that you touch him from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Father God. Father, we ask that you send a spirit of salvation among, over him, Father God, even right now, Father God, as he's laying on his sick bed, Father. Father, we ask that you touch his heart, God. Touch his mind, Father God. Touch him in the most inner parts as only you can, Father God. Give him a heart to want to serve you, Father God, and want to want to change his life even right now, Father God, and to surrender it all to you in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for his salvation this morning. We pray for his healing. We pray for his deliverance. Father, we ask that you just saturate his atmosphere with your presence as only you can, Father God, for we know in your presence there's healing. We know in your presence there's deliverance. We know in your presence there's restoration, Father. When your presence hits that room, Father, we know whatever you need, Father God, it will be there. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, open up his ears and his eyes, Father God. Open up his heart to receive you in a mighty way on this morning, to receive the mighty move of God that can take place in his sick room on this morning, Father God. We ask that you open them up to receive, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for his family on today. We pray for their strength, Father God, in the time that they feel weak. Father, we pray for their strength. We pray for their endurance. We pray for them to persevere and to push. Father, we pray for unity over this family on this morning, Father. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that whatever it is that they may need, Father God, in this family at this time, Father, let you meet their very needs on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, give them the breakthrough that they need. Give them the unity that they need, Father God. Repair every breach that has been broken in this family, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, move mighty in this family on today. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just thank you for this family. Father, we lift up each and every person that is going through in their body on this morning. Father, we lift up those who are going through respiratory issues. Father, we lift up those that are going through blood issues on this morning. Father, we go, we lift up those that are going through mental issues on this morning. Father, we lift up those who are going through bone issues on this morning. Hallelujah. Father, we lift up those who are going through thyroid issues, Father. Those who are having problems with their lymph nodes on this morning. Father, those who are having problems either swallowing on their own this morning. Huh? Father, God, whatever it is that they're going through in their body on this morning. Father, we ask that you touch and heal them on this morning. Huh? Causing them to arise off their sick bed this morning. Huh? With strength, Father God. With healing, Father God. With restoration on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we looking for you to touch them this morning. We're standing in expectancy for Jesus, you said, by your stripes, they are healed. Father, we just thank you right now for the healing that is taking place. Father, we lift up all of those who are suffering from lupus this morning. Father, give them rest, give them peace in their body. We command every aching pain to leave them on this morning. And in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we command everything in their, their bodies to come in alignment with God. 
God, and be ye healed on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you have your way over your children this morning. We command that spirit of infirmity to go on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, and we release your healing powers over your children on this morning. We release them in the sick room. We release them in the hospital room. We release them on this morning, Father God, in the nursing homes. Father God, we just ask, Lord God, that you heal on this morning as only you can. In the mighty name of Jesus. Or this morning, we lift up the marriages this morning. We lift up those who are single on this morning. Father, we lift up the family units on this morning. Father, we ask that you move mightily in families and marriages and family units on this morning. Father, you bring them together in unity and in love. Father God, give them that peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we ask that you remove every seed and spirit of division and rebellion. We come against it even now. We bind them up and command them to go. Father, we release love and unity over the family units, over marriages on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask right now that you repair everything that's been broken, every breach that's been broken, everything that they think that is out of whack. Father, we ask that you bring it in in alignment on the on the, your word on this morning. We speak life over marriages. We speak life over family units on this morning that they shall live and not die. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you just have your way on this morning. Father, we stand in that expectancy. Father, you give those husbands hearts for their wives, the wives hearts for their husbands. Give the, the mothers hearts for their children and the children hearts for their parents on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, most of all, give them all hearts to want to serve you in spirit and in truth. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, to lay down the weight at your feet, to cast down the burdens at your feet on this morning in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you send the godly counsel. You send the godly wisdom, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. You send those ministers who are called by your name this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Uh, Father, to give them the sound wisdom and the sound knowledge that they need on this morning, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you're doing on marriages on this morning. Father, we lift up those singles, Father God. Father, we ask that you give them the strength, Father God, to stand. Father, give them the strength to be still and wait on the ones that you have for them. Those are the ones that you are preparing, especially for them, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you settle that spirit to not want to be in haste just to get married because they think they're running out of time to get married because they think they're behind the eight ball on today. Father, we ask that you just give them that peace to be still and to wait on you, knowing that you are the God of all things. You are the God of time. You're the God of their lives, Father God. And then when you're for them, who can be against them? Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you close their ears to the naysayers on today, Father. Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, you strengthen their hearts, strengthen their minds on today to be kept, to want to be kept in you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just pray the strength of your singles on today, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for the upcoming inauguration, Father God. We pray for the upcoming president, Father God, President-elect Donald Trump, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray a hedge of protection around him and his family. We pray a hedge of protection around the inauguration ceremony, Father God. Father, we pray that you have your way, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you continue to touch Donald Trump's heart, Father God. Give him 
hearts of your people, Father God, for we know that he's a vessel that you are capable of using, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, use him as you will, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we pray for his mind, Father God. We pray for his heart, Father God. We pray for his family in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we thank you for what you're doing even now in Donald Trump's life. He may not even know what's taking place, Father, but we know that you are in control, Father God, for you are in, in control of all things, Father. We pray for this nation, Father God, that it comes together in unity, Father God, in peace and love in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against every seed of discord that's been sown. We ask that you uproot it today and burn them up by fire, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, you pull down every stronghold, Father God, over your children. Father, you break the bondages, Father God, that's been placed over your children, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, on this morning, we ask that you just have your way and the lives of your children on today, Father God. Remove the scales from their eyes, Father God, so they can see clearly, Father God. Open up their ears, Father, so they can hear you clearly, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, they will arise, Father God, and wake up out of slumber. Father, they will look past the smoke screen, Father God. They will look past the facade that the enemy is trying to feed them on this morning, Father God. We thank you, Father God for they are arising even now. Father, cause the spirit to arise in them, Father God. Cause them to take their rightful place, Father God. Father, we ask you right now to continue to move with your children. We thank you for the transformations that are coming forth even now on this morning. Father, cause that spirit of intercession to arise in your children like never before, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we lift up. Each and every person, Father God, on this weekend, on this weekend, Lord, Father, we know that it's the new year, Father God, that they may be celebrating, Father God, they may be drinking, they may be driving, Father, but on today, Father, we pray for them now, Father God, we pray for their minds, we pray for their bodies, Father God, we bind up that spirit of accident, the spirit of accident on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, give them the spirit of obedience to know when enough is enough, Father. God, Father, give them the spiritual want to <clears throat> not want to drink and drive, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you, you just touch them now. Touch their hearts now, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Give them the urge to want to say no, Father God, to drinking and driving, Father, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you protect each and every one of your children today as we go into the new year, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we pray for peace on this weekend, Father God. We pray for love on this weekend, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we ask that you move over your children. Father, let this be, these last couple of days be a they feel the salvation of ch the children who are called by your name, Father God. They're coming to you. The prodigal sons and daughters are coming to you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, let it be miraculous, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We're still standing on your word. We're standing in expectancy. We're praying for our family, Father God. The unsaved, Father God, as well as the saved. We pray for the lost on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we call that you ask 
You call those limited men who are called by your name to arise, to go into the street, Father God, to evangelize, Father God, to help the lost, Father God, to clothe the naked, to feed the hungry, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father God, we take we thank you for what's going what's happening even now, Father God. What's taking place before the the new year even happens, Father. We thank you, Father God. We thank you for the year of change, Father God, that's taking place. The year of transformation that is taking place even now, Father. We just thank you in Jesus' mighty name. Father, this morning, we lift up for church oneness this morning. Father, we lift up the five-fold ministry on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. We lift up those leaders and those pastors who are facing decisions, Father God, life-changing decisions. Father, those who are seeking clarity, those who are seeking guidance, those who are seeking truth, those who are seeking wisdom, those who are seeking knowledge, seeking understanding from you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, those who are seeking a second wind, Father, we lift them up even now. We lift up that five-fold ministry even now, Father God. Yes, as you have your way on this morning, you give them divided counsel, divided strategic plans, Father God, as only you can, Father God. Yes, as you strengthen their bodies, strengthen their minds, God, in the mighty name of Jesus, fill them with the living waters on this morning, causing them to arise to serve you in spirit and in truth, Father God. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, touch their hearts, God. We ask that you strengthen their hearts, strengthen their bodies, Father God, as they continue to push, as they continue to persevere, as they continue to fight, as they continue to lead your children. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask that you meet their very needs on this morning. Give them their hearts desires on this morning. Father, move in a miraculous way in their lives on this morning, Father God. We ask for breakthrough. We ask for increase, Father. We ask for healing. We ask for restoration, Father God, in your ministries on this morning. In the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we lift up those who are prepared to bury their loved ones this weekend, Father God. Those who are prepared to lay their loved ones to rest, Father, we lift them up, Father God, in intercession. We lift them up before you, Father God. We pray for their comfort this morning, Father God. We pray for their peace that surpasses all understanding. Father, we pray for the unity in their family. Father, we pray for traveling grace and traveling mercy this Oh, today, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we pray for those that will rally around them, Father God, that will be a listening ear, a shoulder to cry on, words of encouragement, Father God, the spirit of intercession to arise in them and begin to rally around them like never before. Lift them up before you, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we ask, Lord God, that you just bring us together in unity. Father, we lift up each and every person on this line this morning, every, each and every person that has a need this morning. Father, we ask that you meet it all today because you are the whole desire, God. We ask that you meet it all today. Father, wherever their feet be touched, wherever their feet touch today, let it be blessed. Whatever they put their hands to, let it be blessed, Father God. Father, let our answer be to you, yes and amen. Father, in the mighty name of Jesus, Father, we just ask of you on this morning because you say we have not because we ask not. We ask this of you on this morning, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, we ask that you just keep them, each and every person, in perfect peace. Father, touch the mothers on this line, the mothers of each and every person on this line. Touch the fathers, Father God. Touch the children, Father God. Touch the grandchildren in the mighty way, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus. Father, we just thank you. In Jesus' precious name, amen, amen, and amen.
Hallelujah, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Father, we bless your name. We glorify you on this morning. Hallelujah. And we tell you thank you. We thank you, oh God, for the words of your intercessor who have prayed for us fervently, effectively, a pray for us, oh God, on today and all week long. We thank you, Father God, right now that we are your children. We are your people. We are your bride. We receive today all that you have for us. And Father, we ask that you would bless her, refill her, restore, refresh her, oh God. Feel her cup to overflowing today. Meet all of her needs, oh God, according to your riches and glory. As she has prayed for us, Lord, we turn around, we cover, and we pray for her today. That you would meet all of her needs, that you would bless her household, that you would bless her finances, that you would bless her mother, her sister, oh God, on today. We thank you right now for meeting her needs on today. And we will give your name the praise, the glory, and the honor. For it's in Jesus' name we say Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. To God be the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. I am rejoicing today because you know what? God is up to something real good. He's already doing good things. He's already done great things. And we are excited about that on today. And so we know that it is late, but you know what? This is the beginning, getting ready to go into a new year. We're closing out this year, and we're closing it out strong. And so we don't want to close today uh, without opening up for anyone that may have some last-minute words that you want to share, a song you might want to give, a poem that God might have given you, or a word from the Lord that God has given you. You know, even for our broadcast, for the Morning Matter to Live By broadcast, as a whole. So we're going to open up the lines, unmute your phone line if you have a word that you want to share on today or a song or word of inspiration. Amen. Amen. Good morning, everyone. So happy to be back with you. As Minister mm-hmm. Carla began to pray, the Lord put this song, the song just dropped into my spirit. I haven't heard this song in forever. But I think it's a song that the Lord will just encourage us this year to wait on the Lord. Amen. And, you know, just pray for me. Amen. But I'm going to try to sing this song to you. But listen to the word, not my voice. Amen. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) They that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on the wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Because they that wait upon the Lord, he shall renew their strength. They shall mount up on the wings of an eagle. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Teach us, Lord, how to wait. Amen. 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 The Lord has telling us to wait on him. Lord, teach us to just wait on him. Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. The teacher probably way. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. What a beautiful, beautiful song. Thank you so much. My goodness. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Teacher, Lord. How so much. Hallelujah. Oh, my goodness. Is there another this morning? Amen. Well, I'm going to go with my testimony song that I always sing, and being that this is the last Friday and the Lord has, well, I'm going to say good morning to everyone, and God bless everyone. And um, and uh, so uh, this is it. I've been through the storm and rain, but I made it. I suffered a lot of heartache and pain. But I yet made it. Satan tried to get in my way. I could not see my midnight from my day. But through it all, through it all, thank you, Jesus. I yet made it. Saints, I've been through the storm and rain. But I made it. Satan tried to, hallelujah. I suffered a lot of heartache and pain. But I yet made it. Satan tried to get in my way. I could not see my midnight from my day. But through it all, through it all, thank you, Jesus. I yet made it. So I thank and praise God. Hallelujah. Yeah, from all these times, me and my family just through trials, tribulations from the beginning of 2016 up into this last day, and he allowed us to see it with no hurt, harm, or danger. He had our, his angels camped around about us, not only for us, but Everyone that he served with this, his grace, his mercy, you know, he said he reigned on the unjust as well as the just. And I yes. think it praise God that, you know, that little old us, you know, even when we give God praise and give him honor, you know, sometimes we've been in the midst of danger and we don't even know it. And God mm-hmm. has his angels. Hallelujah. Glory to God. You know, so many things happen through the time from the beginning of this year up until now. Some people, some people went into judgment, and I just thank and praise God that he spared my life up until now, and I thank and praise God for all things, that he's just a wonderful and he's a merciful and giving God, and I thank and praise God how he just brought us through from all this time from the beginning of the year up until now, yeah. taking us. God, you know, into a new year and some, and something else is going to happen just before, you know, 12 o'clock. But I thank you, praise God. I just want to be covered under the blood. I want to be covered under the blood and I thank you, praise God for all things. And I love you all. God bless you all that we're going into a new year and that the Lord will continue to keep us and to bless us. And that I'm looking for great things for 2017. 
You know, yeah. I'm going to be knocking dogs down, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, you know, I, I'm looking, I'm for, I mean, I'm looking forward to a new year, new fresh start. And um, yeah. I love you all and prayerfully we'll go, go in there together. Amen. God bless yeah. you all. I love you. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Evangelist Scott. My mm-hmm. goodness, I'm loving it. I'm loving it. Anybody else? Hallelujah. Amen. 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 I do want to give God the honor that he is due, that is due to him on this morning. I just thank him for his grace and mercy. I thank him for his love and kindness on this morning. Amen. Because he didn't have to do it for us, but he brought us together one more time in unity and in fellowship in his presence on this morning. Amen. And I thank him for everything that is in his presence. Amen. On this morning. Hallelujah. I thank you for just keeping me another year. I know it's all for a purpose and all for his glory. And I thank you. I thank you. I thank you. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you so much, Mr. Carla. My goodness, my goodness. And, uh, you know, this morning, it's just wonderful. I'm just being blessed by hearing the praise reports and the songs. And, you know, this week I had sung the song, but this morning, even after hearing, you know, Pastor Baker, I made a wait upon the Lord and Evander Scott singing, I made it. You know, my this song comes back to mind. Hallelujah. And this is my praise report on today. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Light of the world, you step down into darkness. Open my eyes, let me see. Beauty that made this heart adore you. Hope of the life spent with you. So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. King of all days, so highly exalted, Glorious in heaven above. Humbly you came to the earth you created. All for love's sake became poor. Hallelujah. So here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful to me. And because the Lord, we're waiting upon you, O oh God. We say that here I am to worship. Here I am to bow down. Here I am to say that you're my God. You're altogether lovely, altogether worthy, altogether wonderful.
wonderful to me. And, Lord, we're coming near to the end of 2016. We say today, Lord, I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. I'll never know how much it costs to see my sin upon that cross. So here we are to worship. Here we are to bow down. Here we are to say that you're our God. You're all together lovely, all together worthy, all together wonderful to me. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Today, God, we thank you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The Lord, he's so wonderful. He is so wonderful. Amen. And we are bowing before the Lord today. Hallelujah. Continuing to wait upon the Lord. Thanking God that he's allowed us to this point in time. We've made it through this year, just another day to go. But up to this time, we've made it thus far by the grace of God. Amen. So we thank and praise the Lord for each and every one of you. My soul is rejoicing right now. Yes, right. Amen. I just want to thank the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, hallelujah. 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 Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. Hallelujah. Thank you. We bless you, Lord. Bless yes, your holy name. Yes, we magnify you today. It's all about you, Lord, and we thank you. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I just want to thank each and every one of you for pressing your way, pressing your way. It has been a press, I am sure, for the often times that you've had mm-hmm. to get early in the morning. Could have done something else. But I just want to thank you all for your presence, for you that are here today, those of you that are even listening via the Internet, those that are listening to the archives at another time. We are so grateful to you on today. And I just just hear so much in my spirit that God is preparing to add even greater things into our lives. Hallelujah. They that wait upon the Lord, God is going to renew your strength. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He's about to add greater gifts, greater talents. I want to encourage those of you, hallelujah, as you were singing, God is saying, keep singing. He's about to add greater gifts, greater talents. Keep praying, hallelujah. He's about to add greater gifts, more talents. Keep on teaching, keep preaching, but he's adding more gifts and more talents. Keep caring for individuals, for the elderly, for the widows, for those that are lost, those that are kicked to the curb, for he's about to add more gifts and talents. Keep prophesying greater gifts, greater talents. Hallelujah. I'm telling you, God is about to do greater works. 
He's about to do mightier things. He's about to cause you to be lifted up and taken to places in which you've never been before. He's about to show great and mighty things that you've never seen before. He's about to speak things that you've never heard before. Keep your ears close to his mouth. Stay bowed before him. Stay low before him, acknowledging that Jesus Christ. Sure that we give that out on today. 
We will only be using, make note, of this talk show number. Uh, keep that, uh, that in the case that there should ever be a problem because we know that the enemy will always try to kill, steal, and destroy, but we are more than conquerors through Christ Jesus. But we want to always have a backup plan in the case that there is an issue with the new call-in number that we will always have the talk show number that we can go. So if something should happen on the new number, automatically come to this number that you dial and been dialing every single morning. But the new call-in number, for those that are taking notes, it is 515-604-9300. Again, that is area code 515-604-9300. And the new access code is 705-275-POUND. Again, that's 705-275-POUND. You want to begin to commit this to memory as it's going to be the number and code that will be used now for all teleservices, no matter what we're having, uh, whether it's a women's uh, day program, which we will be going, launching back our Word Fellowship, our Women of Right Design Fellowship that will be starting back um, in January. Every service that we will be having from here on out, all teleservices will be through that number and that code. Also, you will find that this will be posted on my Facebook personal timeline, and it will be on all of our ministry pages. So you will be able to find this this number on John 316 International, on the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church, on the Refuge Enrichment Community Center, on the KLG Bible College and Seminary, on the Word Fellowship, and under the Rose White Ministries Facebook pages. Remember also that we will be able to now open up to the world with international listeners. So I am asking that you help us to build the church without walls. Amen. Help us to spread the word. Tell everybody. Like Minister Carla says, tell everybody. We have to make a commitment, you know, and that determination to get the word out. We want to fill these lines. There are too many people that are out here that don't know the word of God or that desire to want to hear the word, but because of whatever has gone on in their life, church hurt, or they're just not saved and don't want to go into a church building. They want to still hear. So we want to get this word out every day. I am asking you all that can help me to find ways, putting it on tweet, tweeting it out, sending out on LinkedIn every form, uh, every fashion, every mode of advertising, Pinterest, Instagram, 2017, we've got to make a qualified decision, make a commitment that we're going to get the word out in whatever way. And so we're taking 2017 by storm with the word of God. That's our mandate and that's our mantra. I'm actually putting up that on all of my pages, taking 2017 by storm with the word of God. Amen? Amen. That's what it's all about. It's not about a lot of hoop and a lot of holler, but it's about God's word. That is what causes change to, to take place. We also want to, to remember, remember, it's very important, in order to read along with us um, on certain scriptures, uh, you will need to access our reading guide that's located on our website. So if you would go to www.kogfellowshipchurch.org, you're going to find lots of information that is there. But click on the News tab, and under the banner set apart, you will see it says click here. There you will be able to access the full guide 
um, there. And so we do ask that everyone please go there every morning. We will be coming together um, in the morning to go through these scriptures um, each and every day for 21 days. The word is about to cause some explosion, a spiritual explosion, and it's going to ignite something within us. We have got to be on a quest for more wisdom and knowledge of God's word in 2017. Amen. That's what it's all about this year. Fight, fight, fight. I heard that in Minister Carla's prayer today. I heard those words. We've got to fight like never before. We've got to fight for our minds. We've got to fight for the minds of our family. We've got to fight for the minds of our neighbors, our neighborhood. We've got to fight for our city, our states, our country. Like never before, we've got to fight, fight, fight. Amen, amen. And so with that said, we ask that everyone please um, uh, govern yourself accordingly, make notes of all of the announcements, check our website on a regular basis. We will be updating and adding new things for this new upcoming year, lots of changes, and continue to pray for us here at the Kingdom of God Fellowship Church that we will be that church um, that people will be able to see Christ through. Amen? Amen. And so we're going to now call, I'm going to call for Minister Carla, if she would come uh, and give us our benediction scripture for this morning. Amen. Taken from Jude 24 and 25. Amen. And it says, Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy to the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and ever. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. On behalf of us here, it's been a glorious day. It's been a glorious year. I look forward to being back with you at one of our next service. We love you. Amen. Remember, today is Forever Grateful Friday. Amen. 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 Happy New Year. Happy New I don't get a chance to see you or hear from you, but Happy New Year's. May you be blessed exceedingly above all you could ever ask and think as the year come in. You and your family and all of you, Minister Carla, I won't, I'll see you New Year's now. I hear from you New Year's Eve. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> I just know that I love you. Amen. And praying for you. And I want you to be blessed. Amen. As the new year come in. Amen. Amen. God is with all you. And I just recently put a little personal page on Facebook. So it's called Creatively Scott. I, and everybody that blew me up like a personal website, but I'm actually going to have to uh, put my another uh, website up there exclusively for the business because Everybody that blew me up when I mean I found people and friends that I went to high school with and I just like it was like wow a blessing but I mean I, I um I uh, I'm gonna have to put a separate um page exclusively for my business and leave it just for that but the one I just recently put up there um is called Creatively Scott if you uh, feel I I know um uh, most of you are probably up there 
And so you'll find my little face, my face up there. It's a little start, a little what something up there. What is it called? What is it called? Creatively. Creatively. C-R-E-A-T-I-V-E-L-Y, Scott, S-C-O-T-T. All right. All right. Well, you know, I'm already on it right now. <laughs> and, and I see it. I see it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my goodness. And yes. uh, a wonderful congratulations. And, uh, yeah. and, oh, my goodness. This is wonderful. Yeah. So that's me. and Yeah. So uh, that's a little something. But I, um, so I'll be, you know, request, you know, yeah, friendship on there, but then I'm going to put another my website just uh, private, you know, for people to log in for the business. The name of the company, which will be Creatively Scott uh, Beauty Supply Corporation, and that's going to be. Um, I'm not going to. Um, that's going to be where um, you know is not a lot of not you know for business only to buy the wigs, see the wigs. Uh, see um, what I'm actually doing inside the business. Mm-hmm. All right. That is oh, wonderful. Yeah. That yeah. is wonderful. Well, I just went in and sent a friend's request already on there. Okay. We <laughs> 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 certainly will be blowing you up. Amen. Yes. That's what it's about, okay. pushing one another. And, you know, feel free to advertise, especially on our John 316. That is our promoting page. That okay. we try to promote things on um, everyone's business and ministries and what they're having done. So feel free to, you know, to post on that, um, the different okay. activities that you're having. Amen? Yes. Amen. Okay. Amen. 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 Well, it's been wonderful. Oh, my goodness. I'm so excited. Hallelujah. Yes. Well, you all have a wonderful and blessed day. We'll be talking with you soon, but we'll be talking to those at the ministry tomorrow night. Amen. 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 God bless you. God bless you, man. Love you all. God bless. All right, daughter. Love you. God bless you. Love you more. All right. (laughs)